sky. A yellow and red butterfly glided gracefully across the horizon. A coterie of bees buzzed past hurriedly on their way to work. And finally, he saw him, Chucky the Crow, sitting innocently on the telephone wire, actively ignoring the scarecrow as if he wasn't standing right there. Chucky made a big show of staring somewhere way off into the distance, shading his eyes with a wing, while he nonchalantly whistled a ragged tune. Me? his whole attitude seemed to say. Me steal a couple of bites of your precious seeds? Hey, pal, you got the wrong bird. I just stopped here for a short rest on my way back to the nest. Didn't even realize there was a good square meal around. Then their eyes met. They glared at each other for a few seconds. If the scarecrow had had lips, he would have smiled. He'd won again. Chucky leaped into the breeze, and without even a backward glance, he was gone. The scarecrow watched as Chucky disappeared into the distance. For a moment, he relaxed. Once again, he realized with great pride he'd done his job. He'd protected his field. But this time, for some reason, that odd feeling he had that something was wrong didn't go away. It irritated him, like a ladybug playing hopscotch on his back. Later that night, he would find out how right he was. Farmer Good banged a canning jar on the table and called the meeting to order. Every animal on the farm had crammed into the barn, except the horses, Jesse and Queenie, who poked their heads inside through the open window. Lawrence the Owl and a gang of teenaged pigeons who called themselves the Hawks sat on the rafters, and several generations of rodents crowded together near the entrance to their holes. Everybody was nervous. Normally, Farmer Good held the annual stock meeting in the winter, after the harvest, to tell everyone how well the farm was doing. For as long ago as anyone could remember, there had never been a barn meeting in the spring. I have some news for you, Farmer Good began. He paused, and a tear formed in his eye. I'm going to be moving off the place. I'm off to greener pastures. <laughs> Protested Jesse whose cry was heard above a great wave of protests. Farmer Good raised his hand for silence. He had no choice, he explained. He was just too old to work the farm himself, and there were no good men left. So I've got no choice. I'm moving into the Greener Pastures Retirement Home. But, 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 but what will happen to us? Clara the chicken clucked nervously. Some of us... Some of the other girls are too old to find another job. As she said this, she looked directly at Henrietta, who cackled. Right, like you're some spring chicken. And turned away in disgust. The scarecrow stood rigidly in a corner. A seed of sweat appeared on his forehead. He'd always believed his job was secure. He'd made no plans for his future. He had neither a nest nor an egg. No, no, that's why I've called this meeting, Farmer Good continued. You all know how much this place means to me. The animals knew the history of the farm. 
the Good family had made its home here for many generations, and in fact some of the animals could trace their own families back almost as far. Farmer Good himself had been born on this land more than eighty years earlier. The Good family struggled through three droughts and the Great Depression, although Farmer Good never understood what was so great about it. And there was the Cyclone of 52. Through it all, the Good farm had survived. The animals had always agreed this was a good place to be. Several times in the past few years, developers had looked enviously at the land, commenting that it would be the perfect spot for a first-rate shopping mall. They made fine offers, but Farmer Good always turned them down flat. But now it was time for Farmer Good to go live where folks could give him the help he needed. Your animals have been like family to me since Ma Good passed, he said. So I can't let you down. But you have to decide what you want to do. There were only two options, he explained. He could sell the land to the mall developers and use the money to find a comfortable place for just about everybody. He knew of some excellent petting zoos and small farms where they could live out their lives peacefully. Or he would allow them to run the farm themselves. Just hand over the reins, so to speak, he said. But I have to warn you, that won't be easy. These last few years, well, there's been some problems I've kept from you. Maybe some of you noticed that when things got broke around here, they didn't get fixed as quick as they used to and that sometimes meals were a little skimpy. i got to be honest with you. If you decide to try to run this place yourselves, you're going to have some tough days ahead. Farming's 